Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, where we mix business, law of attraction, spirituality, and well-being with great guests and phenomenal stories. You'll hear hints, tips, and up-to-the-minute information on digital communication from an expert in her field. Pearl has some wonderful individuals in her networks, and she will be interviewing them all at some point in the future. Enjoy your listening. Well, hello and welcome to another of the Pearls of Wisdom podcast episodes. And once again, we are doing one of the International Women's Day series of interviews. And I know people listening to this and when you see when it goes up, you're going to say it's past the 8th of March. We know this, but International Women's Day, although it just has the day on it, it lasts the whole of the year. And we've got so many wonderful ladies that are part of this project we I'm going to be interviewing way up into May and probably into September and further. So this will be a year long thing. So that's why we're calling it International Women's Day series. And today I'm so, so lucky to be speaking to a lady. Um, we've met on one of the Pearls of Wisdom panels earlier and when we were supposed to be recording I'd lost my voice so now we've got the chance we've got the chance to actually sit here and have a really good discussion today I'm speaking to Eliza Bloom Robinson welcome Eliza thank you Pearl so happy to be here with you today it's brilliant. It really is. And thank you, because I know we were all set before and I had to cancel last minute because I'd been in so many meetings. My <laughs> <laughs> but it's a nice thing to have if, it, if it's that busy, because like the podcast interviews are going that busy. So it's brilliant. I'm going to go. Brilliant. It is. I'm going to go back to social media and I'm going to I've gone to your um, LinkedIn profile <coughs> and I'm going to read off what your profile description is, because I think it's fantastic. <laughs> now, it says, Eliza is a transformational catalyst, a minister, and a spiritual journey facilitator. Now, that spiritual journey facilitator, I love that. That opens up so many wonderful ideas. It's just brilliant. So what I'm going to ask you, if you will, Eliza, everyone in these um, interview series, I'm asking to share your career path. Because it could be young women that are listening to this, just starting out on their career. And I know that you will inspire and empower anyone listening. It could be someone that has maybe lost their role or they've been part of, um, oh, they've, they're moving on or they're looking at something and they've been given redundancy and it's their chance to pivot. And I know whatever you share is going to reach out and inspire anyone. So would you please share your career path with us? I would be honored to do that. And here's what I will say first and foremost, if you are one of those women who is being redundant or being turned or being pivoted or not knowing, feeling that there is some block, like it's not working anymore, then what I say to you first and foremost is, just pivot and go for it. My career path has pivoted <laughs> a number of times. Um, so I am going to kind of go a little linear, even though I just told you I wasn't going to do that. But when I was in college, my dad wanted me to be a business major because that was what was going to put me in a successful path. 
So I did do that, even though I wanted to do something else, right? So I did business, computer information systems, systems analyst, back when the smallest computers were the size of the room I'm sitting in now. (laughs) Part of my very first job was to bring the very first personal computers onto the desktops of the people in the organization I was working for. And I would unpack the box and build the computer and go set it down. But people were tripped out because it was such a new, new, new thing. I did that for a few years and it was not me. I was okay at it, but it was not me. I then pivoted and I became a massage therapist and an energy healer. Wonderful. Wonderful. I did a lot of deep body work, transformational work on a physical level. And I did that for, I don't know, almost a decade. And then I pivoted again. I went back to business administration for a while. And then I got a call to ministry. And my call to ministry was deep and profound. And it came out of a story I like to tell, what I call it on my knees. When life had been going and going and going, and I knew what I wanted, and I thought I was getting what I wanted, and then everything crashed. So at that time, I was a young woman with two small children living in Phoenix, Arizona area. And I met this guy. Oh, my heart. (laughs) Soulmate for sure. And so I left everything and I followed him across the country, went to Colorado, went to California, ended up in Vermont. If you know I'm a woman from Phoenix and you realize I'm in Vermont in January, it's not, it's like, anyway, long story there, everything fell apart. I hit my knees figuratively, literally, metaphorically, metaphysically, and I just cried out to whatever that is. I said, I obviously can't do my life anymore. It's not working. I need help. And I heard with such clarity, Pearl, if you follow, I will lead. Kind of backwards, right? If you follow, I will lead. And in that moment, I made a covenant that I follow to this day, that if a door opens, I will walk through it. And if the door closes, well, I never promised I wouldn't bang on it for a while before I did right? Yeah. <laughs> I did plenty of banging. <laughs> then very shortly after that, I uh, left that relationship that had crumbled anyway and found myself within a year or two with this call to ministry, with this absolute, it was like so in the depths of my being. And I fought it, fought it, fought it, fought it, fought it. I said, no way. I said, okay, when my kids are grown, I said, I can't, there's a million reasons. And yet with that covenant deep within me, each time I came up with an excuse not to, the door would open. I'd be like, oh, seriously, I'm going to have to do this. And that was a profound time in my life. So I did all the preparation work. I did all of my Um, prerequisite work. I did all of my work in ministry for a couple of years, getting all of that done. And I went to seminary and I was ordained as a unity minister, which is fairly big here in the United States, not that big in in Europe and other parts of the world, but we call it new thought, 
Christianity. And it's very much about personal responsibility and lining up with spirit. But you know what? That's not the most profound step in my journey, my career path. What's even more profound than my call into ministry, 10 years after I had been serving churches, leading churches, working with many, many people, I got a call out of ministry. So picture, picture, you know, it's a Broadway, right? The the shepherd's hook where they get where they get pulled off the stage. It was like that. It was completely like that. <laughs> and I had invested everything, all of myself. But what happened is I is I had another moment, right? It wasn't a hit my knees, but it was another, it was like everything had gone from fabulous to like lukewarm. Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on? And the voice I heard that time was go to Gracie's. Tonight, I'm like, well, I don't even know Gracie, but okay, call her up a scissor, something at your house. She goes, yeah, come at seven. It's the address. I didn't ask her what it was. Could have been Tupperware, Mary Kay, makeup, who knows? <laughs> and I went and um, uh, this guy showed up. There was 20 people in her house. He said, everybody sit down. He didn't introduce himself. He says, anybody have any questions? No, I, had, I have no idea. And he led us to this meditation where I, I, I like quantum leaped into my heart and it, ca- it, it peduncled <laughs> and it imploded and I went into the universe. And I heard the words, are you willing to serve creation? And I said, well, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And they said, then you'll be asked to surrender everything. I said, okay. It was part of that same covenant, right? So that led me really out of ministry. There's a whole big long story there, but but I can go into that if you want. But but really, it led me into out of ministry and on the road. I lived in my car for a year and a half, basically, and did deep spiritual work. And and then coming out of that, I've written books. I've been given this um, spiritual journey facilitation technique where we gently, easily, quickly dismantle lifelong limiting beliefs, patterns, obstacles, just like boom, 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 boom. People's lives transform instantly. Then I started playing in the quantum realm and started playing with frequencies. So I do all kinds of amazing, really, really cool things. And part of my work is to help people pivot their careers, come into a deeper alignment with who they are here to be, what their biggest, boldest, most brilliant becoming is becoming. Yeah. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And I think this is something that even young women need to understand because you probably know one of my favourite words is synchronicities. The S word, I use it all the time. And everything you're saying, I can connect with. And it's synchronicities because, yes, I... When my children were younger, had a very unhappy marriage and I went to the church. I went to the local Baptist church. My daughter's best friend, her dad was the Baptist minister. So it was a nice, easy way to go in. And I loved it. Or so I thought I really followed everything until I realised a few years later. But I realised that voice I'd been hearing 
was my guides, my inner self, my higher self. And when you start to work like that, like you were saying, that difference. I now work with Law of Attraction. Yes, I do all the business, the corporate stuff, but I bring spirituality into it and everything flows better. This whole project, the people that have connected with me is all through that vibrating at the right level, having those people come to you, knowing what your purpose is and being bold enough to share it. And that makes such a difference. It makes such a difference. And I don't even know exactly how we got connected. I just know we did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And so the things that come in my, in my, in my work are so like you say in the flow, it is so that, and it's so much, it's, there's not really words for the magic that happens. My theme for last year and, and, and few, a little bit beyond that is miraculous outcomes. I started to lean into what would it be like to have a miraculous outcome? And that gets me out of my own way because I started to notice that if I dreamed up what I wanted, it was limited. Yeah. So it can like open everything. Career, relationship, climate, health, vibration, frequencies, all of it. It's, It's so brilliantly fun and spacious yeah yes and it's it's understanding that and I think once you realize that you find you do pivot regularly because it's almost you're finding your sole purpose and you're being divinely guided into that Mm -hmm. area so you might go one way but that's because you need to learn a certain thing or you need to of meet someone on that journey and then you go a different direction and that's where you can pivot all the time but you're still moving forward but it's slightly zigzagging because you're you need to meet the right people on the way exactly I love how you say that what I what I usually see is like you know an airplane is going from you know California to New York but it's in constant motion you know it's not like it doesn't turn and so it's like that or the sea turtles moving across the oceans but but I love how you add in there because you've got to meet somebody or touch somebody yeah or be exposed to something and when we learn when we discover um that we are so much more than our physicality or our life circumstance everything gets lit up yeah one of the things that's not in the LinkedIn bio, <laughs> Pearl told me she was going to read that. I went, oh, wow, I wonder when the last time I updated that was. <laughs> is um, I play in what we call new humanity now. And new humanity now is that. It is flow. It is love-based. It is kindness and compassion. It's innovation. It's brand new systems. So if maybe you are a woman who's who's a little bit stuck career-wise because that's kind of where we're focused, that's you're probably on a quantum leap. Yeah. And you do not, none of us have to ever anymore get locked into a box because 
there is a new dimension of beingness that allows our fullness, that allows our freedom, that allows our deepest gifts to be released to the world. And what happens then is fulfillment. It's not that you don't struggle anymore. It's not that life quits happening. It keeps happening, but you've got then this deep inner knowing of the truth of who you are and your connection, your guide, spirit, creation, whatever word you want to use that allows you to navigate in brilliance. It does. And even if even if something goes wrong or it stops and you think you do the work on yourself and you propel forward, maybe you don't feel that good one day and you think, no, I'm not going to do that. And it might set you back a bit. But because you've done the work, when you start again, that's when the big moves happen because you've almost given yourself that gap and doing the work on yourself, you move forward again. And yeah. it, it's just wonderful. And you saying about um, quantum it's when was it i think it was january i reread the celestine prophecy now uh-huh. I, and i thought because at the time i'd seen the film because i hadn't got around to reading the book and I, I saw the film because it was a quick thing to just relax with and i thought yes i sort of understand that and then i read the book and i thought well i've learned a lot more so it didn't hit me as well as the film did, because I'd learned and grown quite a bit. But it got me looking at quantum physics and different things like that. And I thought, yes, I can see the story behind it and what people are saying. But then, because I knew I had to talk about it into the book club, I looked up and I went into, you know, the the um, series, The Big Bang Theory, where, where where Sheldon talks about the big, big Higgs boson. And I looked that up and... Science <coughs> had actually said that Higgs boson could happen, the splitting of the atom could happen. So law of attraction, they already put it out there into the universe, took 63 years for them to actually prove it. And when I listened and I read that, I thought, yes, yeah, so there's me. When all these people learn about law of attraction and they think, right, they're going to write, I'm thankful and grateful that I've won the lottery. They wake up in the morning expecting all this money to be there. Yeah. It doesn't always happen like that. Like science yeah. had to wait 63 years for it to happen. So as soon as you started mentioning quantum and I'm thinking, yes, quantum realm, quantum physics, I've got to learn more about this. I mean, I know this will be a separate interview in the future because there's so much to cover. There's so much. There's so much. Tesla, Nikola Tesla says, if you want to understand the universe, begin to understand in terms of vibration and frequency and energy. And that's where I've been focusing. I'm doing ministry again. I'm actually in a ministry right now. I do temporary interim work. So I come in and create all this lovely space for them to hire their next person. It's brilliant work. In playing with the frequencies, and I actually have a little quantum frequency device, you've probably been turned on to that somewhere along the way. (laughs) But what this, it gives us that focus of clear intention with elevated emotion brings a frequency that brings our being into coherence. And when like heart math, I don't know if you're familiar with heart math, talks about a heart-mind coherence. And their science is that every time we land in coherence, like our system can like reset yeah. and begin to heal. So coherence in the 
frequency world is not only heart mind, but it's like, it's like if my being gets scattered, do you know the game Jenga, the wooden block? Yeah. 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 So you put, you stack them in a column and then you punch out, you know, and so halfway through the game, there's all these, whatever they're called sticks or whatever they're called like poking out all over the place. So the frequencies, when you play with frequencies at this level, whether you have a little device like I do or not, it it like brings it back into tight coherence. And you come into coherence from your heart mind, but also in the cells of your being, it's like the solidity and the empowerment and the alignment changes your entire bioenergetic field and puts you in a flow that is not like a lazy river flow, but like a Niagara Falls, like, yeah, yes. That that level of alignment is what anybody should be looking for. Once you land there, then all the outer work, the job, the work, the money, the relationship, the health, all that will show up. It does. And this is where I think people get confused like when I said about law of attraction there's so many people like when I see all these groups on LinkedIn where they say something post 888 and you will see all this money come to you and I look at it and I think what a load of rubbish but if you don't know and he's got loads of following people will follow something like that whereas anyone listening to this episode will know that you are speaking from the heart, you are sharing exactly what to expect. And where we talked about pivoting, this is how you pivot because you learn where the universe, where the alignment is taking you, and that's where you pivot. Because like we said about you meet the people on the way, so it might be a winding journey, but as soon as you get into flow, everything starts to happen as it should be. And it's only when you're out of flow that you realize you have to do that work on yourself to get back into it. Right, right. And I used to think, I used to know, I used to believe in my own stuff that that you had to do that really, really deep, hard work. And now it's so easy. It can happen in an instant. We're not as bound to our subconscious beliefs. They're much more uh, permeable and changeable and from the quantum not from the level of the belief, right? Not yeah. from the level of the physicality, but from the quantum and things can shift and change. It's so magical, but it's not magic. Yeah. It's science. Yeah. And science is now given language to spirituality that we've had for however long we've been on the planet, yeah. like coming together in support of each other. Yeah. Is yeah. And this is where I talk about where I mix business, spirituality and well-being together. And yeah. we go back to LinkedIn. When I first started talking about spirituality on LinkedIn, I got, oh, but it's a business. It's a business channel. Why are you doing that? And I went back and I said, you talk about yoga. You say you've got. I mean, if you look at Robin Sharma, where he talks about the 5 a.m. club, which is all CEOs and a set morning routine. I said, most of what he's talking about is spirituality, but people tend to give it a different name tag because they don't feel it works. Yeah, I started my new contract. We were saying the the contract with um, corporate and I went to my LinkedIn profile and I read out what I did. And I part of what I am is a business and spirit, 
spirituality coach. And no one said anything at the time. And then afterwards, when I had the one-to-one with everyone, they all said, I want to talk to you about the spirituality side. I really, I love that. I practice that. And when you think, when you're open, you connect to the right people. And I thought, that's why the universe has given me this client, because I'm supposed to touch each and every one of their hearts. So I know that they can resonate at the right level. Yeah. And I love your three. It's like it's like the, the the pillar of those three is so solid. And you know that wasn't that many years ago. Like you say, you couldn't mix the two, but now you can't. They're they're so interrelated yeah. that you can't separate them and continue to grow. You can't do one without the other because they're the, they're one and the same. And it's taken me years and years to get to this stage. Whereas anyone listening, like we said, it could be someone that's still at school. It could be a young girl that's thinking, right, where do I go? If I understood spirituality, working with energy in my teens, where would I be now? I mean, I'm starting years down the line. And I'm thinking if we can share that with someone that's just starting on their career path, they will skyrocket as quickly as possible to be exactly where they need to be. Yeah. And I think there's a consciousness on the planet that has changed and grown. So when we started our careers, it wasn't. And now it's like we've been pathway, you know, pathmakers for uh, uh, for what's to come. And, and so anybody kind of starting now can just be right on it. I don't, you didn't ask this, but it occurred to me, it's like how people want to know, well, how do you do it? Well, you begin to get in touch with how your body feels, how your energy system is. If it's contracting, stop. If it's expansive, go. Green light. Remember those games we played as kids, right? Yeah. So if you're a young woman, maybe, and you're going on a career path like I did for computer science, because my dad said it was a good idea, yet there was nothing in me that thought that was like, that was like, I mean, I didn't have any reason not to. It just didn't light me up. Yeah. And I went and I went and I went. I'm grateful I did. But if it's like heavy and dense, then just it, it's a pivot. It can be 300 degrees or 180 degrees, or it can be like four degrees. It can be just a little bit. Look for that thing that lights you up. Yeah. Causes an expansion in your being as opposed to a contraction. And also learn at an early age. What I almost say, like, you know, when you get butterflies in your tummy, they can either be wonderful, exciting ones or they can be scary ones. And you suddenly realise, start to recognise that, because when you recognise those signals, they're the things that stop. I mean, I've been in two very bad relationships and I had those signals and I ignored them. And uh-huh. I think it's, it's almost like... Women even, I mean, my daughter, she'd come home from university on the last train, wouldn't tell me and walk pitch black outside and walk from the station. And I say, but you have to be careful. Oh, mum, it's all right. And I'm thinking, no, it isn't. You can't be like that. You have to be aware. And it's, it's almost saying to people, understand what your body and what the signals and the energy is telling you because that could be for your safety it could be it's time to pivot because you're going to change career because what you're doing at the current time isn't right for you but 
learn to understand like you were saying the first thing is learn to understand yourself and know those positives when you are in flow what does being in flow feel like what does it feel like when you're out of flow so you know to get back on and stay on that on that path and if you don't know yet what it feels to be in flow imagine what it feels like to be happy imagine what it feels like to be at ease can even activate the power of imagination to begin to pivot energetically yeah and like we said where things are changing at the minute all right the whole world has been through this pandemic and no matter where people are it has everything has changed and i don't think it will ever go back to how it was because we've learned certain things but it's given us time i mean we were talking before we started this interview we're, the pair of us are working flat out, but we're <laughs> finding time for us. Whereas right. prior to this, prior to lockdown, I'd have travelled. I was getting four hours sleep and that was it. I was doing 18-hour days. It was mm. a nightmare. But I did it because you think the more you do, the more you do, you're supposed to – that's what you're supposed to do. Whereas now, working from home – you have more time. You can get that work-life balance back in sync, back into flow. And I found I can go back into my meditation. I can actually see what are the nudges, what are the downloads that I'm being given to tell me what I need to do. Whereas all the time when we were just speed, 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 doing everything, we didn't take time to listen. And I There was think, no space for right. it. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. now things have changed. And I think for the positive, I mean, I'm happier now than I've ever been. And mm-hmm. the potential is there. And all right, yes, some people, their businesses might have stopped. But I wouldn't say that. Don't see it as a negative. Like we said, it's a pivot. See it's what's pivot. happening now and then go with that energy and move forward. And yeah. even if if you feel down on that day, you get back up and everything is it's just wondrous and you've got see it as the potential take everything you've already learned and you can use that as the springboard to go forward yeah absolutely and if you're down on one day give yourself permission to be down for a day but don't spend a year down right that's the other thing if we had a a rough moment it used to be like you know once or years or decades or whatever it's just to be and sometimes a down day you'd need rest yeah You need to disengage and rest and also get support. You know, we as women have historically not been fabulous at receiving. Yes. We're really good at giving it, right? Yeah. Yes. Get yourself a group of friends. Get yourself some colleagues. Get yourself a mentor. Get somebody ahead of you on the path, close to you on the path, and behind you on the path, maybe. And utilize the wisdom of the collective energy because it's here for you. Nobody has to walk this path alone anymore. No. We used to think we did, but yeah. it doesn't work anymore. But And that is such an eye-opener. It's almost like an epiphany moment when you realize that, that you're not on your own. And there are people out there that think like we do and understand and can help you and you know that there's people that you can lean on and be there for them when they need it. And sometimes, like you say, all you need is a rest. Mm-hmm. I, I go back to corporate. 
and I used to, as I said, I used to work flat out and I'd get a cold and the cold would last a bit longer than normal and I couldn't shift it. Then it went to my chest and it went to a chest infection and it became pneumonia and I had to physically stop. But that was almost the universe saying to me, we've told you with the cold and you didn't listen. You didn't listen mm -hmm. with the cough. So we are going to floor you until you mm -hmm. can take time for yourself to get yeah. better. And it's, this is where we were saying you start to see the signs and know when to stop. And sometimes if you have a down day, it's because you need that down day. And the times I've had, the universe will step in. If I've got a full calendar and they think I'm doing too much, I'll, I'll suddenly wake up and people will say, oh, sorry, I can't make that meeting. I can't make that meeting. And suddenly you have a free calendar. And that's the universe working for us, telling, saying you need a rest. <laughs> right. Right. And and when you're aware enough, you go, oh, celebrate that. When you're unaware, you go, oh, no, they canceled. And you, you know, get busy. But yeah, the universe starts, you know, a little whisper and then a little feather and then it'll be cosmic two by fours. And we don't we don't have to go down that path. And yet, if something happens where you're knocked sideways, don't judge yourself for it. You know, we had I had a I had a heck of a year in some arenas, some like one way it's like marvelous, majestical, I mean, incredible. And the other ways it's like, bam, bam, bam. And, yeah. but I also have enough awareness now where I got knocked flat by an event that happened in our family. And I just immediately reached out and I could feel my tribe carrying me. I didn't have to navigate it. I didn't, I mean, I had to navigate it, but I didn't have to force my way through it or pretend to be okay I was not okay for a bit I was like bam and and that's such a vital important part now especially as women and women for women and women about women and not men in any way shape or form but the women have a different need really yeah for that than the men do yeah, and it's, it's almost understanding that and then, like we said, flowing with that energy. And where yeah. you were saying with the quantum energy, how how do you lock, is it lock into that? How do you do that? Because I, I'm so fascinated about this and I'm sure all the yeah. listeners would like to know more. Yeah, yeah. So so the quantum energy is is really beyond time and space. The quantum energy is is beyond our thinking process. So it, you can use lots of different words, but if you're a meditator, it's that when you land in that point of stillness, it's that when you get out of your mind, you can enter the quantum, like if you're laughing with a child or looking into a baby's eyes or a sunset or your pet or your lover or whatever. It's like when you get out of your mind, when you lose your mind, some people, some of my clients go, I'm losing my mind. I'm like, congratulations. Good. You're getting close. <laughs> and you're in your full body moment. Like it's called like the eternal now moment yeah. where there is like the spaciousness that happens. That is, if not the quantum access to the quantum, the portal to the quantum. So if you're a meditator, for example, and you go like, down into your out of your fit out of mental to physical physical to being out of being into the portal and then it's like it's like like the um like the egg timers you know it kind of comes down to the point and then goes out 
So the infinite is inside as well as out. You enter the cosmos. It is sometimes infinitely black void, but it is also infinite potential and unlimited possibilities. And when you land in that, your whole system goes, And then if you bring, if you're aware of a high intention, a clear intention, like I'm becoming my biggest, boldest, most brilliant becomingness, or I experience my wholeness, that's a great one I work with people on, where all is well, it is done as we turn ourselves, our lives, our world towards miraculous outcomes. And then, and then it, as, it is as if that vibration, you, you just line up with that vibration. There's no work yeah. involved in it. The work is getting out of your brain into your space, right? But it's like, <sighs> yeah. And this is, that's the step I still need to master. I started meditation where it was guided meditation because even as a child, when people used to say meditate, I used to think, you know, you're supposed to meditate on your finger or something. As soon as I started looking at my finger, all these different ideas would come into my head. So I did guided meditation. And then where I knew I was growing, the guided meditation used to start to annoy me because I wanted the silence. And when they when the guided voice was still there, I'm thinking, no, I want silence now because I'm getting to that stage. And that's when you know you're moving forward. And is um, I mean this this might sound a bit weird, but it's the way my head works. I follow Marvel, all the Marvel films I watch, and anyone if we're, they're watching like the End Game and everything, where they went into the quantum realm, and everything you explained, I'm thinking yes, that makes sense. It makes sense, and even one of the guided meditations I used to do by Lenka Lutonska, she would say go out into the cosmos and with that I would envisage myself as Captain Marvel so I was out in the cosmos and I could look around but that was it and it's almost seeing seeing something you watch for entertainment and then you realize how much reality and how much deep thought is in that that literally because they even had that conversation about time and how you can do work with time and whether you understand it and I'm thinking You've got a film that is family fun and it's actually talking to you about the quantum realm and understanding it. So I know I've gone off at a tangent, but I hope it makes sense. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a brilliant tangent because it ties it back. It makes it tangible. Yeah. Right. In a sense, it's like, oh, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. And then next time you go, <clears throat> excuse me, do that meditation and become the captain, right? And then you're out there soaring through the universe. And then you can be like lifted up to like, what else? What can I see? And then it doesn't come from your limited subconscious mind. It's actually like the universe. Like, what else can I see? What else can I be? Yeah. You know, and it's not like material stuff but it's that essence of being, then all the other stuff doesn't even matter. It all comes. And that's when that essence of being tells you almost where you started from. Because yeah. if, I, if I then start to talk about my guides, I know one of my guides has come from Andromeda. And when, so when I used to do that and I'd go out into the cosmos, it's no wonder I used to get downloads because the connection was almost it was like I was going back home 
But yeah, you've that, already done. You already know it. Oh. Exactly. But yeah. until you get to that stage, you don't realise, and that's where I know we've deviated. But if you can understand that and get it almost back to career and everything, when you understand your true purpose. Everything else, as you said, just falls into place and it's understanding. And the sooner you understand that, the quicker you will move forward. Yeah. And then when you understand it, it doesn't even matter what job you're doing because you're being prepared for your career. Yeah. Right. And trust the process and be willing to let go and be willing to take a risk and be willing to take a stand really for yourself, for your own soul, because you're here with a gift and that gift may be your career. It may not be your career, but it may be a part of your career. And if you trust it and follow it, you will find yourself in amazing places as Pearl and I have. <laughs> exactly. Look back at the journey and go, wow, that was wild, right? Exactly. I mean, I, I know my purpose is to give a voice to the unspoken, which is hence why I do the podcast, which is why I've done all the International Women's Day thing, because I want to empower and inspire others so that they can lift their voice and they can be heard. And because I know that's what my purpose is, it's easy. It's easy to pull all these different ideas. But I started off as a communicator and I thought I had to say goodbye to the corporate thing and that's where my guides are saying no we need this you are to give a voice to the unspoken that is why communications is so tight and tied up with your being and I spent ages the last few years I spent ages trying to let go of that because I thought I didn't need it and then when I embraced it you like we said you go on this path because you have lessons to learn and there's skills you need. So don't try and drop one until you're really certain you're supposed to. And, and you know, don't try to drop it. And if you try to drop it, it'll come back. Even me, you know, here I am now 21 years as an ordained minister. What am I doing? I'm back in ministry, but I'm in ministry in a different way yeah. because I drop in, create space, open for transformation, and then I step out because the work that I'm doing now is this movement it's yeah. called transition ministry, called interim ministry. It's all about that. Yeah. My purpose is I stand for planet awakening, one soul at a time, awakening to the truth of who we're here to be, which is love and kindness and compassion and aligned and coherent, which will bring innovation to every system in our world. And we need you to join us. Yeah. We need you to be aligned with the truth of who you are yeah. for the awakened world. Exactly. And if, if this episode resonates, and I say to anyone listening to this, if you've got someone in your family or friends that you think this is going to resonate with them, please share it. Because, yes, you might people might come to listen to this episode and they resonate to us. But the story we've got to share is there for everyone to hear. And that's why I say to people, please, please share these episodes. If they resonate with you, they're going to resonate with others as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, it is. I mean, 
this hour is almost up. I've just seen the time and I know we've got to stick to this. And I will ask you now, Eliza, will you come back as a regular guest? Because we've got so many topics we could cover. And Absolutely. I would love to. Absolutely. I, I, this is just, um, you know, such a highlight, such a fun connection. And is, love it. It is, And it feels like I've known you all my life already because we've got that energy connection and everything as well so i will bring this interview to a close but all the listeners will know that yes there's going to be more we go back to international women's day and as anyone that knows with the whole international um women's support organization movement they always have a theme every year and this year the theme is choose to challenge so eliza what does that mean to you what do you choose to challenge I personally choose to challenge my belief system every single day of my life. I choose to challenge every person I come into to align with their essence, to be willing to awaken to the truth of who they are from that place. Then we can choose the outer things, you know, take a stand, know your why, discover your why. What do you stand for? Much more than what you stand against, but why do you stand for what you stand for? But most of all, I think in that theme for today, I challenge you to choose you. Yeah. Not you, Pearl, but you, all of us. Because when you choose you, you bring your best to the world and that benefits everybody. It's not selfish. It is imperative. Oh, I love that. And that is such a big lesson to learn because how many of us put ourselves last when we should be putting ourselves first and that is a fantastic message so thank you thank you thank you lovely lady and it just leaves me to say look forward to the next time we get to share a conversation and thank, thank you for being my guest thank you pearl thank you for the work you do in the world thank you Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the content shared. Please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions. If you would like to support the podcast, please follow the link in the episode description. If you want to be a guest on the show, reach out and let's discuss next steps. Until the next time, enjoy your listening.